welcome to Monologues by Hassie, where I'm going to be dropping unsolicited brain dumps from the depths of my grey matter. I'll talk about life, money, society, and self-development, plus whatever else lies up there, whilst hopefully not getting cancelled in the process. I want to preface this episode by saying that this is not personalized financial advice. What I'm about to talk about in relation to my own student loans is merely what I'm doing and is not intended to be advice for anyone listening to this as your situations are unique to you and the actions that you will need to take are also going to be different to the actions I am taking. So with that out of the way, in this episode, I'm talking about why I'm not paying my student loans off in a high inflation and high interest rate environment. So if you're from a part of the world where student loans are either non-existent, so you get free government subsidized education, uh, you've had access to scholarships, or there's a very nominal cost for your education, then consider yourself very fortunate. Now, in Australia, we have a rather nice system of student loan repayments called, previously called HEX, and now it's called HELP. Um, there's also other variants of this for students studying the trades, but essentially it's a, a very custom loan repayment schedule where you only repay your loans once you start making money. So if you never make more than the minimum threshold required to pay back those loans, technically you can go your entire life without paying a single cent back for the education that you've received. But once you do start making money over that threshold, the repayments you will have to make will increase from about 1% at $51,000 all the way up to 10% at $151,000 of your total income. So the more money you make, the more money you pay. And as you make more up until a certain point, you will progressively pay a higher portion of your income. Now, there's been a lot of, I guess, chitter chatter on the internet in the previous month, so in May. And the reason is the way these loans work in Australia is we don't get charged interest. So if you're from the United States, uh, you're going to have interest charged on your loans and that will keep accruing. Um, and it's much like a normal loan, but the way it works in Australia is if you have one of these government funded um, HECS or HELP loans or VET loans, then every year your loan principal amount will be indexed to inflation. Now, what does that mean? Um, so inflation as measured by economists is they, they use a value called CPI, which is the consumer price index. And basically it's how much has the, you know, the cost of a basket of goods increased either on a quarterly basis or on an annual basis. And there's a lot of things wrong with this measure because in Australia, CPI is 7.1%, but depending on how you live, uh, your cost of living may have either been well above 7.1% or it might be below 7.1%. So there's a lot of variables there. It's just a metric that's used to work out how high our prices increasing in our economy. And we know that since COVID happened, you know, starting from the kind of end of 2019 to the start of 2020, where, you know, the world started to go into lockdown and central banks reduced interest rates, pumping money into the economy. Fundamentally, that created a very low interest rate environment. There was a lot of cheap debt. There was a lot of money going around. And now that situation is starting to reverse. The global economy is starting to slow down and a lot of central banks around the world have started to increase interest rates. Now, I spoke about this over a year ago and now reflecting in Australia, our cash rate, what is our cash rate right now? 
um, it's gone above 4%, right? So the cash rate in Australia as we speak is 4.1%. So it's been the highest cash rate in 11 years. And the fact that interest rates have gone up 4% is almost crazy because interest rates were very close to zero. And this is the cash rate from the Reserve Bank, right? This is the kind of base interest rate and obviously retail banks will charge above this. Now, inflation in countries like Australia is higher than the interest rate currently charged by the Reserve Bank. Meaning that basically, if you're somebody whose loan is now being indexed to inflation, all of a sudden you're in a situation where your loan is increasing at a rate higher than somebody with a mortgage, right? Mortgage interest rates are only starting to approach six to 7% now. Previously, that wasn't the case. So a lot of students have been complaining that the system is unfair, that this year indexation should be canceled. And there's been a big push both in the media and in you know forums such as Oz Finance on Reddit that students should try to pay off their hex if possible. Now, this makes a lot of sense if you've only got a little bit of hex debt left you know, relative to your income. So I know people who had, you know, 10,000, 14,000 uh, of loans left and they went ahead and repaid this. That makes a lot of sense. But my situation is very different. Now, I currently owe, and this is after indexation, $47,191.24. Now, this is what I owe as of this month in June. And I had 7.1% indexation applied on the 1st of June. And so my original hex debt was $44,062.78. And that increased by $3,000. $128.46. So basically my loan increased by 7.1% or roughly 3000 Australian dollars. Um, but the way the loan works is yes, the total amount that I owe increased, but I will only ever repay based on my income. So my repayments really don't change, of course, unless the government changes the repayment schedules, uh, both in terms of uh, the income brackets and the percentages at each income. But otherwise, my cash flow doesn't really change. But a lot of people reacted to this. And in some cases, people would have gone ahead and paid off very large hex balances. Now, there are benefits to this, because once you've paid your hex debt off, you effectively get a pay rise in terms of your post-tax cash flow. Because in Australia, when you work for a company, you have to generally tick a box on your forms when you uh, go to your payroll department that says, I do have student loans or I don't have student loans. And if you, take stu if you have student loans, they will deduct the appropriate percentage on your behalf. So the money you receive you know, every week, two weeks, every month is going to be your money with your tax withheld and with your student loan contributions withheld. So once the student loan's repaid, and then you go back to your payroll department and let them know that, hey, I've actually repaid my student loans, your pay basically goes up. So you have more money to play with every month, which is definitely a benefit. But in my situation, so I've got very close to $50,000 worth of hex debt at the moment, previously closer to 45,000 before indexation. And even though I have the capacity to pay off my hex debt, and in, in, in many multiples, so I could have either used my savings or sold some shares. I decided not to pay off my student loans. And there was a very good reason for this. And if you go all the way back to episode two of this podcast, I have an episode called Is Liquidity Luxury, right? And the reason I didn't pay off my student loans, 
comes back to this concept. So considering the fact that this student loan is something that if I lost my job tomorrow and I, my income dropped to zero dollars, then I would not need to repay that loan. There wouldn't be uh, an angry mafia person or somebody from a credit union or a bank or a debt collector chasing me to pay money even though I don't have any income. So that's not a situation. So the way I like to think about student loans in Australia, the system we have, HEX help or VET loans, is it's a very soft loan, despite the high level of indexation in 2023. And with that out of the way, I looked at, you know, if I, for example, one of my ambitions is to purchase a property. And, you know, it's something that, of course, there's many factors which could change that decision. But the last thing, if I use my house deposit, which is in my bank account, and I use a good chunk of that to pay off my student loans, yes, my income went up, but now I've lost the ability to put down a down payment on a property. So it's going to have a worse impact on my quality of life, it's, if that's the decision I wanna make. And let's look at the other situation. Even if I'm not buying a house, we know that globally, we are going to be heading into a recession. It is very clear. There are so many countries around the world with very high rates of inflation right now, especially if we look at the Western world, but not just the Western world, in other developing nations, um, interest rates are high at the moment because there's been cheap debt throughout the COVID pandemic. And that is all coming to an end and economies are slowing down. Easy money is going away. And in Australia, we haven't really started to have mass job losses and layoffs, but they're definitely happening, right? And if you're in the situation where all of a sudden you've paid off a soft loan, where there's gonna be no debt collectors coming after you if you lose your job, and you've reduced your cash buffers, so you've reduced your liquidity, you might be in a situation where, you know, you've all of a sudden gone from having a six month emergency fund or an even larger emergency fund, right? And, you know, if you lost your job after paying, your, paying off your student loans in Australia, you might now find yourself in a very tough financial situation if you lose your job at that point because you've depleted your emergency fund to pay off a loan because you were afraid of it being indexed by 7%. And 7% sounds like a lot, but I've got a decent amount of hex debt, right? My hex debt is $47,000 currently. And the increase that got it to that amount was $3,000. And when you put, it, put that in context, that's not so scary. But the idea of losing of minimizing your, reducing your liquidity, reducing your financial buffers, when we know that the world is going into a very tough phase, when the global economy is going into a bust phase in, in the economic cycle, I think it's very irresponsible, personally, to be reducing my financial buffers when I know the state of the economy at the moment. And that is why I have decided not to pay off my student loans, despite having a high rate of inflation, despite my loans being increased or indexed by 7.1%, and despite central bank interest rates in Australia and other parts of the world being higher than they have been in a very long time, and that they're likely to continue increasing. Because I value my ability to survive whatever crisis we are going to have in the next year, two years, or three years, than a loan repayment, which doesn't even count if I, if I lose my job. And it's really as simple as that. So if you have been in the situation where you've seen a lot of this media telling you you need to pay your student loans today because indexation is 7.1% and that you're being screwed and you haven't been able to do so, I just wanna let you know that that is absolutely fine. You are not inherently in a worse financial position. In fact, you may have 
more financial buffers than somebody who did deplete. You know, they might have had limited resources and they've decided to pay off their loans. If they find themselves in financial hardship, they can't go back to the Australian Taxation Office and ask for their loan repayment because it doesn't work that way. You can't redraw against your student loans, at least not in Australia. But if you have paid off your hex debts, that's not bad either, right? Your circumstances may have been very different and it is going to be different for many people. So with that said, I will end it there. And to everyone listening to this, I wish you great success on all your endeavors. You've just made it through another episode of Monologues by Hassie. It brings me great pleasure to know that you made it to the end. To listen to more episodes, subscribe on your favorite podcast app or visit monologuesbyhassie.com. Thanks for swinging by.